This is the Creative Funding Show, a podcast for authors, YouTubers, and podcasters who want to fund the work they love. Welcome to the Creative Funding Show. I'm Thomas Umstadt, Jr. And today we're going to be talking about info products and how you can fund your YouTube channel or podcast with informational products. But first, I just want to say thank you for your kind reviews. I uh, was feeling really low yesterday, and for some reason I stumbled across the reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts for the Creative Funding Show, which I haven't checked in months. And there were a lot of really kind reviews, and I'm really thankful uh, for those of you who left a review uh, for the show. It really means a lot. It also helps people discover the show. And I don't get a lot of mail. I don't get a lot of people emailing in questions or uh, tweeting in questions. So it's good to know that you're out there listening. I see your downloads in the statistics, and I'm thankful for your reviews and for those of you who have reached out. So I, I do enjoy doing this show. And I do want to hear from you whether you prefer deep dives or interviews, because uh, I can do more of one or more of the other. Uh, today, though, I'd like to talk about info products. And you may be wondering, what is an info product? So the uh, basic, most simple info product is an ebook <laughs> or a PDF of some kind that solves a specific problem that your audience has. Uh, info products in general are better fit for educational creators than they are for entertainment creators, but they can be very powerful. So the ebook is the basic version, and obviously an audio is better than an ebook, or an audio combined with an ebook, or audio, video, and an ebook would be the ultimate informational product. So often these are courses, sometimes they're packaged in various ways. Uh, but they can be very powerful. And one of the reasons why they are so powerful is that they're very high margin. So if you're selling a t-shirt for $10 and it costs you $5 to make that t-shirt, you're only making 50% of the cost of the t-shirt. Whereas an informational product, the cost is in all the labor that you put in creating the product. When you sell it, often you're getting 90% plus margin. So it can be a really great way to fund your creativity because you get to keep so much of the money. You don't have to share it with very many people. Now, you, you, know, you still have to share credit card fees and other fees related to your host or your you know, platform that you're using, but those are typically very low. Um, so when so let's talk a little bit about how to create an informational product. Uh, the key is to start with your audience, and you want to ask the question: What questions is my audience asking? Uh, so if I were to create an info product for the Creative Funding Show, it would be a like A to Z how to launch a Patreon. Uh, campaign. It would be something like that, something that's very specific to the kinds of questions people who are listening to the show have. I actually am launching an info product for my other podcast, Novel Marketing, and um, I'm going to share at the end of this episode, I'm going to share the episode where we announce that one so you can kind of hear how and how we're doing what we're doing. Uh, but we have a lot of listeners on that other show who are asking about how to launch their book. So they spent a lot of time writing their book, and now it's time to launch it. What do they do? And that's more than what we can cover in a single episode, like to teach all the things that go into a successful book launch. And so what we've done is we've repackaged all of the training that we have um, that we've either done on the podcast or in live events and focused it just on the book launch. So anything that's not related to a book launch is not in the course and um, it's all brand new audio. So while some of it we may have taught in previous episodes of the Novel Marketing Podcast, there's over 50 hours of novel marketing. So if you were listening to novel marketing as your full-time job, uh, you'd go through an entire week of listening to the podcast and you still wouldn't have heard all of the episodes. So having something distilled and focused is very powerful. 
and it's very, we're hoping anyway, very uh, popular with our listeners. Uh, and this is all brand new content in the sense that it's all new recording. So we're not like copying and pasting from old podcasts, but we are going to share some of the same tips we've shared before. Uh, so our process for creating the course uh, was we started by writing a draft of the landing page. Uh, and we focused on the benefits of each individual session uh, because we wanted to make sure before we recorded the session or even outline the session that the session was going to do something that was beneficial for our listeners. So how to create an effective brand, how to create a launch team. Uh, these are very specific benefits. And we would often also explain you know, why a launch team is uh, helpful and why having a good brand is helpful, that sort of thing. Uh, so we created the uh, like an initial draft of the outline. It wasn't a final version. It wasn't very good from a marketing perspective, uh, but it was good enough uh, for us to be able to then create the outline, which was step two. And then in step three, we recorded the session. So I did it with James Rubart, my co-host, and Mary DeMuth, actually, who was a friend of both of ours who was on the last episode for her podcast. She's launched over 35 books. She really knows what she's doing. We team up with her as well. In each session, two of us are teaching together. So you're, get, you're not, never getting just one person's perspective. Uh, and then we are also developing uh, homework for each session. So each day is a one session. It's a three-week course. Everyone's going to be going through it at the same time. And uh, each day there's going to be a you know a handout that you're going to fill out. And at the end of the three weeks, each one of our students are going to have a custom blueprint for launching their book, which is the premise of the course. Uh, the course is a book launch blueprint, and they will have that uh, blueprint custom for their book developed by the end. Uh, so we developed the handouts, and then uh, step five, we developed the actual landing page. Uh, we first built it out in um, lead pages. I think it's leadpages.net, uh, but we ended up uh, going with teachable.com uh, as our final solution. And I've used Teachable before with other previous courses, and they're uh, very powerful as a place of kind of managing the lessons and giving people downloads and um, letting them watch videos and pdfs it handles it all in one spot and it's got a pretty good landing page tool it's not as good as lead pages but it's good enough and it doesn't cost uh, any extra uh, for the landing page they kind of throw in the landing page features for free so to speak and so once we had that landing page ready we sent a link to it to our mastermind group and they picked it apart <laughs> And we then rewrote it. We had to redo the whole thing uh, based off of their feedback. And I think this is an important principle. So Jim Rubart, my co-host, is a professional copywriter. Mary's done this 35 times. I've done this a lot. But that doesn't mean we don't still need feedback. Um, there's a saying that Jim says a lot. He says, it's hard to read the label when you're standing inside of the bottle. And having that outside perspective is very important. Uh, so once we reworked the landing page it was it's time for to launch it so we uh, release the landing page live we send out a link to all of our patrons our patrons are getting an exclusive discount on uh, this course uh, so novel marketing patrons save fifty dollars on the course uh, which is a great way to encourage people to be patrons we want people who are we want our patrons to always feel like they are getting you know red carpet service and that they're getting their patronage fee given back to them in discounts. So our approach, at least with novel marketing, is it's kind of like being a member to Costco. You get your membership fee back in discounts, and 
Uh, it also encourages somebody who's already paying to be a patron. Like, well, gosh, I'm already getting $50 off this course. We're hoping it will encourage them to sign up and take the course. Uh, so let's talk about promotion. So like I said, we email uh, out to all of the patrons uh, about the course, and then we're uh, also emailing uh, the Novel Marketing email list. Mary's going to email her list. Uh, I'm going to email the author media list. Jim has a list of authors he's going to email. Email's a big piece of this. And one of the things that we're doing is we're creating an editorial calendar to manage the emails that are going out. That when we do a podcast episode promoting it, that's on the calendar. Our Facebook Live is on the calendar. So we have a calendar to know each day what's happening during this two-week launch window. Uh, and uh, editorial calendars and how to create that as a book launch tool is actually one of the things we teach. So we're practicing some of our preaching uh, with launching this course. And one more thing I should say is that it's not just training. There's also a private Facebook group uh, that all of the students are going to have access to. And this is actually a really powerful principle, uh, and that is that uh, students want to be with other students who are going through the material together. And especially for something like this, they're not just kind of asking questions together, but they're also on a team together. Everyone's launching their books, and our hope is that the students will help each other uh, with their book launches, maybe join each other's uh, launch teams if it's a book that they potentially are interested in. And so that's part of the benefit is that you're going through with a cohort. And what we're doing is we're limiting signups for just two weeks. So there's a two-week window to sign up, and then after that, the course is launching. If it's successful, we may do this again, uh, and like maybe early next year uh, or some other time uh, we'll do it again, but we may not. And if it's super successful, uh, we're probably going to charge more. <laughs> so we were debating, and let me talk a little bit about pricing strategy here. We really debated quite a bit where to price this. Uh, so we were varying between the $50, sorry, $500 uh, level or like a $499 for these three weeks of training and uh, $299 on the low end. Those were the price points that Jim, Mary, and I debated. And we debated it probably on three or four separate occasions. And I think each one of us at one point advocated for each one of those price points. And what we decided to do was go with the lowest of those three price points. And we're splitting it, you know, one third for each of us. It'd be $100 each for each course we sell. Um, so that's one of the things you want to think about. Am I going to team up with somebody? It expands the audience. You know, the email list is bigger, but it also reduces the your cut. Um, but... Uh, we decided to go with the lower end of the spectrum, partly because uh, we want this first one to be a success. And we'll have testimonials for the course in specific. So on the landing page, we have testimonials for us as teachers in general. But since this is a brand new course, there's no testimonials for this course specifically. Uh, so once we have those testimonials, those testimonials are going to add a premium to uh, the cost. Uh, the other advantage is that letting people know it's going to be more expensive next time, we're hoping, incentivizes them to sign up now rather than later. So, yeah, you could wait if we launch it again in January, but it's going to be $500 in January, whereas it's only $299 now. That, that's kind of our thinking to kind of let you in on um, our world. And we wanted, part of the reason we want to price it this high is that we really want every student to go through every session every day so they can discuss it in the group. We're not wanting people who you know may or may not do this at some point in the future. This is really for folks who are serious about it. And if you're launching your book, a two ninety nine investment is really not that expensive compared to the other things that you're buying. You know, you're going to spend almost that much just on your ISBN numbers <laughs> to, uh, for your book. So I, we're hoping that this is priced well. Um, it's in the range of other products uh, in, 
for authors that are similar to this. Um, in fact, it's a little bit on the low end, uh, which is one of the interesting things about info products. And one of the reasons why I like them as a funding tool is that you can price them higher than, say, writing a book. So if we put this material into a book, there's an expectation that books cost 20 bucks. You know, you can't really charge $300 for a book. And of course, it's very different. The experience is very different. This is more like going to a conference. It's $3,000 than it is like reading a book. Uh, but that's kind of where an informational product fits. And hopefully this kind of gives you a good overview of kind of the process of going through and creating an info product. We did an episode of Novel Marketing where we announced the course. And I'm actually going to play that for you now. So if, if this isn't interesting to you, you're welcome to skip. I'm not going to put anything creative funding show at the end of the episode that you have to stick around for. Uh, but uh, it may be helpful if you're thinking about doing this to kind of hear how we lay it out, how we talk about it. Uh, you're welcome to steal any good ideas. And if we're making any mistakes, uh, don't uh, repeat those mistakes. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think of this deep dive into creating informational products. If you are an educational podcaster, an educational YouTube channel, creating some kind of informational product can be very helpful for your listeners and also a very good way to fund your creativity. And so without any further ado, let me play for you episode 150 of the Novel Marketing Podcast. This is Novel Marketing, the show for novelists who aren't necessarily fond of marketing, but still want to become best-selling authors. Episode 150. I'm James L. Rubart, but you can call me Jim. I'm Thomas Umstead, Jr. I'm Mary Demuth. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you guys about how to launch your book in a way that will rocket it to success. So, Thomas, was that metaphor too way over the top or was that okay? <laughs> that was good. Uh, but first, real quick, this is our 150th episode, uh, which is a big accomplishment. We started Novel Marketing back in October of 2013. Wow. Which seems like a lifetime ago in indie publishing world. That's like two whole generations of indie authors. <laughs> that's a, like that's a century. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just some quick show stats uh, for those of you who've been with us for a long time, Jim and I have written 270 pages of show notes. Now this isn't what we're saying. These are just like little sentences and bullet points on what we're going to say. So just the show notes is almost an entire book. It's over a whole book. Uh, we published 52 hours and 50 minutes of audio. And that's not counting the five-year plan. It's not counting any of the Patreon exclusive episodes. Uh, so if you add that together, that's 2.2 days of audio. So if you started listening to and, episodes- and, and Thomas, are we, we should get, we should give a prize to somebody that just listens to all 2.2 days straight through without sleeping with, <laughs> with no break, without eating, no break. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do know people who will binge the show in a week or two and they'll just start at the beginning and they'll go through to the end, especially people with really long commutes. Uh, so I do know that that is done. Yeah. So, uh, please do take naps. Don't, don't binge it straight. <laughs> um, as of this recording, the show has 168,876 downloads, uh, and only 79 reviews on iTunes. <laughs> so I'm not sure, uh, what's going on there. I, it's really hard. Well, part of it is people will download multiple episodes, but another thing is that people are very hesitant to write iTunes reviews because a lot of people don't know how to do it. Uh, don't know how to get into Apple podcast to write a review. So for, if you're one of the 79 people who went to Apple podcast, and left us a review. I really, really appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, a few more stats. Uh, the median episode length is 20 minutes and 35 seconds. And if you add the number of downloads and you multiply it by the uh, show length, that's 3 million minutes of listening, 
uh, 56,000 hours, 2,345 days, or 6.4 years of listening. So um, we have collectively sucked 6.4 years of your life away. <laughs> the people's Tell lives. Tell us, how do you feel? And it's for posterity. So do be honest and leave your review on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> okay. I love, oh, I love the Princess Bride reference slid in there, Thomas. Very nice. Very subtle. Yes, yes. So anyway, after 150 uh, uh, episodes, one of the big questions we have received over the years is specifically about launching the book. We talk a lot about marketing the book, but specifically launching the book the month before and the month after the book comes out. And uh, like the big question of like, how do I build a career that we built the five-year course for? This is a question that's too big for an episode. It's really too big for a series of episodes. Uh, we are going to give you an overview, but the cool thing about this is that we are creating a course specifically to help you do this, to launch your book and to craft a custom blueprint for your book. And joining us with us to do that is Mary DeMuth. Jim, who is Mary DeMuth? Well, it is, you know, it's really cool to have Mary here for the 150th episode because she was uh, pretty significant in the start of both of our careers. And so to have you here, Mary, it, it it's really cool. Thank you for being here. So great to be here. Love you guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Mary, I, I, have you written like 330 books, something like that. <laughs> yeah, only 37, I think the number is now. So 37 books. And Mary, um, what Mary is the rule breaker because you've heard us talk about it's extremely difficult to both do both fiction and nonfiction. And Mary is one of the people that has broken that rule. She's been successful in fiction, Christie Award nominees. She's been successful in nonfiction. She's done it both. But I think the thing I love most about Mary is she is all about the heart of, of her her readers and going after them. She's a great teacher. She's a great speaker. But again, I'll just go back to Mary is somebody that is great about the heart. Well, that's very sweet. Thank you so much. That is very true. At least that's my desire. And it's very fun to talk about launching a book with somebody who's launched uh, over 30 books. Uh, she's done it before and then did it again. She's launched indie books. She's launched traditional books. She's launched fiction and nonfiction. And we want to just really quickly give you an overview of what preparing for the book launch process looks like and doing uh, the book launch. So this is, in a sense, a promotion for the course, but it's, we're also going to be giving away a lot of nuggets in this. Uh, so it's not, uh, not everyone's going to be able to do the course. We realize that. In fact, we're limiting signups is going to end at the end of August. So, uh, you have one month to sign up for the course. <laughs> and if, uh, you don't sign up in that time, uh, cause we're all going through it together. Everyone's going through day one together and day two together. We're going to have a Facebook group for everyone to go through it. Uh, we'll be asking questions. Uh, Jim, Mary and I are going to be very involved. And the weeks, it's a three week course. Week one is get ready. Week two is get set. And week three is go. So Jim, tell us about week one. So week one is all about getting ready. And there's five days. So we're going to have five days of getting ready. Day one of the course is going to be all about what marketing is and how do you sell yourself? Because ultimately you are the brand. Your book is not the brand. You are the brand. And so how do you promote yourself? How do you figure out who you are? How to find your bigger why you're even doing this? And once you have that as your foundation, you're really setting a foundation, then you can move on to day two, which is developing that author brand very specifically, figuring out what it is and then presenting it in a really powerful way to your readers. So you're going to look in the mirror and see who you are. You're going to look at your readers and see who they are. 
you're going to look through your readers. We're going to teach you how to do that. And then we're going to look in your reader's mirror. If all that sounds confusing, it's really not. It's a way of, of looking at your brand and looking at yourself from all angles so that when you present it, it's a brand that resonates deeply with your readers and potential readers. And then uh, finally, we're going to talk about how to build a rabid tribe of fans, which Mary has done. Mary has perhaps one of the most rabid tribes no, uh, <laughs> of, of anyone I know. Uh, to Mary, man. tell us a little bit about that and about launching a launch team or starting a launch team. Launching a launch team. Uh, yeah. So I love to create um, community around my books and what I do. And so actually have done a pretty good job of that. And usually I don't pat myself on the back for things, but that's one thing I think I do well. I know how to create the kind of tribe that is wildly enthusiastic about your work and who will, um, uh, there's that verse uh, in Proverbs that, that says, let another promote you and not the word of your own mouth. And that's kind of the basis of this whole idea of tribe building. It's, it's so that other people can uh, take a message out there for me so that I'm not the only one constantly shouting about it. That's really good. And we'll talk about you know, the kind of blocking and tackling of launch of starting a launch team. But I want to uh, move on to week two, which is get set. So we laid the foundation in uh, week one, uh, week two is get set. And the first thing we're gonna talk about here is email. Uh, email is a key part of launching your book. We're gonna talk about how to build your list. And we're also gonna talk about email strategies around your launch. And the pro tip here is that you can get away with a higher than normal sending frequency during your launch. So if you normally send a, an email once a month, you don't just have one email. It's like, oh, my book's coming out this month. I can only send out one email. False. You can send out multiple emails. We'll walk you through exactly when to send the emails and what to put in those emails as you launch uh, your book uh, and get people excited for it. And that's important, Thomas, because we we, we actually are going to do this in we in the first five days in the get ready portion of things, but we're going to teach you how to write copy that's effective. You can send out the emails at the right time with the right frequency, but if the copy is not strong, it's not going to do you much good. So we're going to teach you how to do that as well. That's good. And then another thing we're going to talk about in the get set week is about uh, developing a media calendar. Uh, Mary, you do a lot of guest podcast interviews like this one right here and you're on the radio a lot in fact uh, as soon as we get off this recording you've got a uh call with a major publication uh which you can't talk about but uh tell us a little bit about editorial calendar and a media calendar what is that and what are people going to be learning here well i think just to back up a little bit i think what people don't realize is that they spend so much time writing a book and they think wow i finished that that took so much time but that Launching a book takes just about the same amount of time, oddly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so on that one month launch or the, you know, the next maybe a month and a half or two months, uh, you have to have a calendar because otherwise you will go a little bit crazy. You need to know when things are going live, when you're going to be on podcasts so that you can do your social media shares. And so having that media calendar is super helpful to you so that you don't go crazy, but also just a little tip there. Uh, it's normal to go crazy. So <laughs> if you, uh, if you're overwhelmed by it, you're like about 99% of all authors. It's a lot of work. And, um, but that's why we're trying to help you. We want to give you the blueprint prior to the launch so that you're not so overwhelmed when you get into the middle of it. Cause the middle of it can be a little hairy. And another advantage of the PR calendar is it helps you space out 
your activities. So it doesn't all happen on one day. And there's this mistaking thought that the launch is a day. It's like everything has to happen in one insanely busy day. And the reality is, is that that's not going to work. You've got people need to be reminded multiple times and you will die <laughs> if you try to do all of the work in one day. Uh, or, you know, you may go into a sleep coma. Uh, so the calendar helps you space it out and realize, oh, I don't have anything for day 14 of my launch. I need to find something. So it also helps you fill in the gaps, but also allows you to schedule for rest. So don't feel like you have to do something every single day during you know the month before and the month after your book comes out. Uh, so the next thing that we're going to talk about in the Get Set Week is the best ways to use Amazon. Uh, and so uh, if you're indie published, Amazon, your page for your book on Amazon is the most important page about your book on the internet because that's how most people are going to encounter your book. If you go wide, people may be buying your book on other websites, but most of them are going to buy it on Amazon. And that page has to be amazing. And in this session, we're going to talk to you about the cover and the back cover copy and having clean also bots and how to have lots of reviews, which pro tip, this is where your launch team comes in. <laughs> so you're launching with a good number of reviews, but uh, having a good page on Amazon Amazon is critical. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about uh, website. Uh, so we're going to have a day uh, where I'm going to share basically everything I know about websites is going to be synthesized into one day and how to prepare your website uh, for launching your book. And then um, Mary and Jim are going to talk about how to get your content uh, as uh, how to become a guest on blogs and podcasts and websites. Uh, Mary, why is that important? Well, first of all, most people ask poorly. <laughs> and uh, as a podcast host, I've experienced this many times where people kind of pitch to me and say, hey, I want to be on your podcast, but they have no idea what the podcast is about or they don't fit with the mi mission or vision. And um, I also get a lot of requests to guest blog. I just uh, saw one today for a handyman and I'm like, wow, um, <laughs> that really does not have anything to do with restory your life. So I'm going to say no, actually I just deleted it. So it's important that if you're going to pitch to an entity, whether it be a blog or a podcast or radio, um, you need to know your audience and we can give you some strategies on making it beneficial for both because a lot of times the pitches that I receive from people will only benefit them. And then I feel a little bit used and I don't, I don't want you to be one of those people that's a me monster that's constantly wanting to use other people for your book. It's about what can you offer them? And so we'll give you some strategies for that. And the pro tip here is people like Mary and, and even ourselves, we are looking for great content. We are looking for great guests. Absolutely. Because you got to keep this machine going and it's a hungry beast. But like Mary just said, it has to benefit both parties, not just, not just you. And we'll teach you how to do that. Well, let's move on to week. Th We're running out of time. So let's move on to week three. There's, there's so much here. We're not even summarizing everything. Um, but in week three, this is go. So get ready, get set, go. This is go time. We're going to talk about the actual things you're going to do about your launch on, and on Monday of that week, we're going to talk about your three best friends when it comes to launching your book, which is urgency, scarcity, and popularity. These are psychological triggers in the minds of your readers that if you play to them well, will motivate them to buy your book. If you fail to play to these psychological triggers, they will not be motivated to buy your book and you will have a failed launch. Like this is psychologically the essence of a good launch is these three things. And you know, how to create urgency, there's some uh, techniques for doing that. How to create scarcity, there's some techniques for doing that. And then how to create 
a sense of popularity or what uh, social scientists would call social proof. This feeling that all of my friends are doing it. I want to do it too. I've got to do it too. <laughs> I've got to do it too. <laughs> Johnny's jumping off the cliff. I got him, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the places that you're going to do that is on Goodreads. And we're dedicating a whole day uh, to Goodreads. Uh, Goodreads is super popular with the, with super readers, the kind of readers who are going to take a risk on a new book or take a risk on a new author. And so if you're launching a book, especially if you're early in your career, Goodreads is really important. And if you're later on in your career, Goodreads is still important because your readers that have already followed you are on Goodreads. You want to make sure that they know about your book during the launch week because a good successful launch will help you rank on the bestseller list, which will help new people discover your book. And then we're going to have talk about launch day. Jim, Mary, <laughs> is that a big deal? The day of your launch? <laughs> It is. I have one coming up, actually. Um, I'm launching the Seven Deadly Friendships on October 1st. And so I've been working, working, working on that. And uh, yeah, it's the big day. It's the day that you want to see Amazon sales happen. It's a time to celebrate. You might want to host a launch party. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, maybe one online. And uh, yeah, it's a time to celebrate. It's also the beginning of a very long, tiring month, but uh, it's it's awesome. It's the beginning of the marathon when everyone is clapping and cheering. And yes. Nothing hurts. <laughs> you have no injuries. <laughs> no injuries. Your, your shoes are in perfect condition. It's, it's a great day. And we'll, we'll talk all about that. And then finally, we're going to talk about nailing media interviews. Uh, if, if we are doing a good job soliciting uh, blogs, if you've got a, your editorial calendar working, uh, knowing how to do a good media interview is really important. And uh, Jim is going to talk about, I think this is Jim and Mary's, or y'all are doing this one. Um, but uh, this is, it's fun, but it requires a lot of practice. <laughs> so uh, it, and it's important to start practicing before your book launches. And we'll talk about how to do that, how to set up uh, practices. And what are some other tips just real quick for people who aren't going to be able to go through the course? How do you nail a media interview uh, in one or two sentences? What's the highlights? Oh, well, real quick, Thomas, you already said it. Practice, practice, practice. By that, I mean set up a video camera. Tape yourself doing an interview. Find a critique partner that you can actually critique each other on the interview. This was good. This was bad. You do not want to go into that cold. And the other thing is, here's a pro tip. Make Realize you are not the star of the show. The person interviewing you is the star of the show. The second star of the show is the person listening, not you. That's so true. It's so important that we, it's about um, serving others. And really, if you believe in your book, your book is about serving others. Even if it's a novel, it's about serving others. You're giving them a story and that's important. So yes, you're about, it's not about you, it's about them. But if you're all keyed up and freaked out and scared and shaking, that's not going to go well for you. Yes. So practice, practice, practice. I recently was on CNN and that was super scary, but uh, I was in a room by myself with a camera pointed at me with the Dallas skyline behind me. And I got the questions in my ear and I'm so grateful that I thought that through and I practiced prior. And, and this is somebody, Mary, who has done hundreds of interviews, and yet she is still practicing for the CNN. So it, it's like any skill. You do not stop practicing your writing while you don't start stop practicing um, radio and TV interviews either. 
All right. So if you want to go through this course with us, if you want to be a part of the small group uh, that will walk through this course day by day and we'll be giving you feedback and you'll be asking questions. If uh, having a blueprint seems interesting to you, uh, we would love for you to go through this course. We'll have a link uh, to go through it in the show notes. Now, we want to keep this focused for people who are serious. So in publishing world, there's people who just want to learn and people who just want to do. And uh, so to keep it focused so that this is a really valuable group, uh, we're pricing this. Uh, we thought about pricing it at $500, but we didn't. Uh, we fought and fought and finally got it down to $299 uh, to go through this three-week course. And if you're not satisfied with the blueprint that you have at the end of the week, uh, we will refund your uh, money. Or at the end of the three weeks, we will refund your money. Now, you may be asking, but I'm a patron. Do I get a discount if I'm a novel marketing patron? And the answer is absolutely get a discount. Who do you think yes, we are? Yes, you do. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's only $249 uh, for novel marketing patrons. So if you're already a patron of the show, as a way of saying thank you for your $2 a month or your $5 a month, uh, you get to save um, $50 on the cost of the course. But it is limited enrollment. So if you have not signed up by the end of August, that's it. We're closing enrollment. And that's it. You know, you'll, you'll have missed your chance. So if you want to develop a blueprint, even if your book's not coming out right away, don't feel like you have to launch your book at the end of the three weeks. Uh, you won't be ready to, frankly. You're going to have a blueprint that you can then build your launch with. Uh, so um, if you've got a book coming out later this year or next year, uh, I think this course will be very, very helpful for you. And we've got some freebies in there as well um, that not only do you get this course, but there's several things. One of them is my launch your book checklist, which kind of takes you through so easily how to launch your book. So you have some practical things that we're giving to you as well. Plus, we did we did we did some fun recordings. Each of us f found one person we thought, hey, this would be really helpful. For example, I interviewed Alan Arnold, who was the senior vice president at Thomas Nelson, and oversaw the launch of more than five hundred books. So I thought, okay, I'm going to talk to Alan about what it what it takes to do a great book launch. So you get that interview as a bonus, and you get interviews from Thomas and Mary as bonuses as well. That's right. I forgot about the freebies. I'm throwing in a free version of my book table pro, uh, my book progress pro. And um, I think several of the other pl plugins. I, gosh, I don't don't even remember. And I'm yes, live the on the speaking air. one is in there um, too. <laughs> okay, my speaking events. So this is uh, nearly a hundred dollars worth of my plugins. So if you've heard uh, us mention a plugin into my book table and you've been thinking about buying it, well, you'll get it for free uh, by joining this course. So anything that we recommend that we've made or that I've made, I'll be giving that away for free in the course. So if I'm recommending you use my book table to help you create a book page to help you launch the book, uh, which I will be doing in the websites talk, I will be giving you my book table pro, which comes with a special landing page mode specifically for book launches is included in the price of the course. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> the knives, Mary, talk about the knives. <laughs> like Jim said, I, I'll be interviewing uh, Anna LeBaron, who has an amazing story of how to launch a book. And uh, it's, I don't want to give her story away, but she is the guru on this. And so that's an extra special uh, interview that you're going to want to listen to. And, and finally, you're going to have access to all of this training material perpetually into the future. Uh, you'll ha And the Facebook group will continue to exist. So no one new will be added to this group. This is going to be the 2018 Launch Your Book Blueprint Facebook group. The only way into the group is with the course. And you're going to have a cohort of students that you're going to learn from and hopefully help each other promote each other's books. So maybe you can join each other's uh, launch teams. Uh, we are on a team of fellow authors who are all pulling in the same 
direction. A three-strand cord is not easily broken, and having people who are going through the process with you is unbelievably helpful. And I will say, uh, in October, I am launching a baby, or rather my wife is launching a baby, <laughs> and she is a part of a Facebook group of other women who are also due in October. And just having a group of other women who are going through the same process at the same time, like, oh, my goodness, I'm having this change with my body. So, like, we just hit week 30, and a lot of the women are starting to have uh, morning sickness again, which we had no idea is a thing. And so when my wife is having morning sickness, she's like, oh, this is normal. It's a thing for it to come back in the third trimester. Nobody told us when we signed up for having the baby, but it's all right. (laughs) When you signed up for having the baby. But the fact that she's with other people going through this difficult process is really helpful. And you may be like, oh, how dare you compare giving birth to a baby and launching a book? But I don't know, Mary, you've done both. Are they kind of the same? (laughs) (laughs) You're like you're birthing a book into the world. (laughs) It's true. And transition and all the fun things and pushing. (laughs) It's great. So easy. (laughs) I I went to a birthing class uh, last night with my wife that was put on by the hospital. And um, I I learned more things about things I never thought I was going to learn. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so so think of this course as like the birthing class uh, for for launching your book. And we really do want to see you succeed and we want to see you thrive. And um, we want you to be with a group of other people who are wanting the same thing for you. So we really do hope that you check it out. We'll have links in the show notes. Uh, It does close at the end of August 2018. And we really do hope this is helpful for you. This has been the Novel Marketing Podcast with James L. Rupart, Thomas Umstead Jr., and the amazing Mary Demuth, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing offline, online, and everywhere in between. Thank you so much for listening.